The big question that every writer has is, how can I sell more books? Or if they're not published yet, it's how can I write books that sell? But when writers approach selling books from a numbers perspective, they're missing out on the amazing relationships they could be building with readers through their stories. It's impossible to write books that resonate with readers when you're writing for money, because money can't read. But shouldn't writers be able to make a living with their stories? Well, when you connect with human souls, readers turn into fans and friends, and that's when consistent income begins. That and so much more. But how do writers connect with readers? That is the question this podcast aims to answer. My name is Kristen Spencer, and this is the Expensive Words Podcast. Hello! Uh, Welcome to another episode of the Expensive Words Podcast, a.k.a. the Literary Symmetry uh, Instagram Live videos. Today we're going to talk about something (laughs) personal, (laughs) because why not? Um... Yeah, I've been going through, like, a really challenging time in my professional life where I'm trying to learn how to take all the knowledge that I have about writing and kind of, like, uh, stream it into the brains of other writers who want to get better. And in doing that, I've been learning, like, an intense amount of marketing, um, a lot of different technology that I'm unfamiliar with. And I have to, like, keep pushing myself to the point where I feel like I just kind of want to crawl into a cave and hide. Uh, I don't know if you've ever felt that way. (laughs) But I, I know that when I was first starting my writing career, that's how I felt every single time I published something. If I'm being honest, I still kind of feel that way, like, when I publish a book, when I feel when I publish an article or something like that, it's not as intense. It doesn't feel as life or death. Uh, but the thing is, I so <laughs> let me put it in like a way that um, you know, like a kid would put it. I've just been feeling yucky. Do you know how that feels? It's not just me, right? That feels that way. Uh, and so when we're trying to do something hard. We have this like side effect that of loneliness that we don't always understand and it's difficult to articulate. And I thought that today we would talk about that because that's how I felt this morning. That's how I felt last night. I was just like, oh, I've been working so hard and I, I don't know how to keep going. Like I'm coming to the end of this challenge that I've been doing and I'm like, how do I keep going past this? And... You know how I am, if you've listened to my show, if you've watched this at all. I'm a planner. I plan for things. And so I didn't really make a good plan of what I would do after this challenge was over because I had no idea what would happen inside of the challenge exactly. Like, I knew I was going to be launching Story Filters. I knew I was going to be launching Right This Way, which... If I can just get eyes on it, I know it's going to change people's writing forever because it has changed my writing. And that also brings me to another point. Like, I'm getting ready to start writing a new series, and uh, I announced in the last episode that I'm going to try to do this crazy five books in five weeks thing and then, like, rapid release launch them and also launch them with a funnel because I think that I can be more productive that way. 
and I'm tired of being at the mercy of Amazon and like having to stoke the algorithm all the time because it's continuous. And uh, a lot of people would be like, well, Kristen, it's continuous for you because you don't have a series. And I have had different series, but the problem is like, I could like there was no target market for the books that I wrote. And I didn't know that that was the problem. I thought like, I'm just not doing enough. I'm just not doing all this. And honestly, like my first series, uh, the Desires and Decision series was not good. I know that's painful to say. It's painful to think. Um, But it wasn't good. And so I'm like, okay, I'm starting getting ready to do that. And I I have to go backwards when I feel this way. So uh, I'm going to help you know what to do when you feel yucky, when you feel lonely, like you're the only one who's doing something really hard. No one else can understand how much of yourself you're pouring out and it's exhausting. <laughs> and that's that's what writing can be like and that's what uh, teaching and doing courses can be like. Right now for me, I'm just like, I made this awesome thing. How do I get people to see it so I can change their storytelling so that they can tell better stories? And it's difficult. And, you know, we have all these like things pulling on us when we're trying to promote our books or our businesses. And uh, like this week, one of the things I was supposed to do is make a list of 100 people that I'd like to get to know so that they can help me along on my business journey as I help them. And it's just really intimidating, especially for someone like me, who I am extremely introverted. It is difficult (laughs) That's a nice way of putting it uh, for me to meet new people. I get, I have panic attacks. Like it's a whole thing. Um, And you're like, well, Kristen, you're online right now. Isn't that difficult? So like the great thing about (laughs) people not really knowing who I am yet is that I very rarely have people show up in the live session. And when people do show up, it freaks me out. Like if you are listening to this podcast, you probably notice like, She's doing good. She's getting better. And then like, oh, no, she's gotten crappy again. Oh, now she's getting better. It has to do with whether or not there are people watching me live, which I'm trying to get comfortable with because I know I need to do that because as I launch my short story challenge, which uh, I'm in the process of testing right now, that means I'm going to be on Facebook live seven days a week. And that's going to be really stressful for me. So I'm trying to work my way up to that. Um, But so this is my plan for how to deal with all this anxiety and triggering kind of uh, stuff that I'm going through right now. And so uh, how, how do I keep going? Well, I try to remember what my ultimate goal is. And my ultimate goal, and yours will be different, and that's good. We don't all need to have the same goal, right? My ultimate goal is to put out as many life-changing stories into the world as I can. And that means that not only am I going to write some stories, but I'm going to teach other people how to do what I do so that more stories can be made. Because I can only write so many stories. But if I teach other people how to write stories then a lot more stories can go out. And there are a lot of other people in the world who have completely different experiences than I do. And their stories are still very valuable. They're more valuable to me than my own stories because I learn through listening and watching and reading other stories. I learn more that way 
because it's like a lot of information packed tightly together. In my own life, I have to learn things slowly because I can't have that expedited experience. That was an accidental alliteration. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, so that's what I have to remember when I'm feeling yucky, when I'm like, oh, this feels so bad and... I don't want to do this anymore. I just kind of want to shut myself away from the world and stop trying. And if one person accidentally finds my thing and they write one good story, that's enough, right? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not my goal. And I have to think, like, am I closer to my goal now than I was last year? And the answer, even though it doesn't always feel this way, is yes, because I have story filters I have right this way. Uh, maybe it's not getting all the eyeballs on it that I'd like for it to get on it, but or on them. But that's uh, yes, I'm I'm closer. I am closer, and I figured out a lot of cool tips and tricks that not only can you listen to on expensive words, but you c I can implement them myself in my own writing, which is exciting. And I'm getting ready to like write a ton. Uh, and also, I need to remember, like I ask myself. What is my plan? <laughs> like, am I closer to my goal? You know, what is the goal? And what's my plan? And remember how I was like, I was starting to feel really upset because I don't have like a concrete plan for what's going to happen. Uh, for what's going to happen after this challenge ends in a couple of days. Well, I did that on purpose because I need a break. I'm burnt out. I've been working in an insane amount of hours trying to get all this stuff out. And, you know, like, it feels almost like, oh, well, you don't have a lot to show for it because uh, now I've got to figure out how to drive traffic to these things I've created. And that's difficult for me. That's always been a difficulty for me. And if I had the money, honestly, I would just hire someone else to do it, someone who likes doing it, someone who doesn't have the sinking pit in the center of their stomach every time they look at their Facebook ads dashboard. And, uh, but I don't, <laughs> I don't right now. Things are really tight. So I can't do that. But my plan I need to remember is that in December, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to just relax a little bit. If I'm not writing, write the perfect read the nonfiction edition, which sounds fun to me at this point, because uh, as long as it's something that I can do without worrying about how to market it right away, I'm in. <laughs> I'm also working on the storytelling, the storyteller mindset, which, of course, I'm, like, going through all this mindset stuff myself, right? Of course. I mean, it's good for the storyteller mindset program, but it, it feels yucky for me right now. So I'm like, okay, what's the plan? The plan is to finish the storytelling mindset in the next two weeks and then uh, go on a super fun trip an isolated quarantine type trip with my husband for our 15 year anniversary, which we both really need this trip. Like I couldn't have gone through the last few months if it wasn't for this trip. And so then in January, I am going to write the new series I'm working on. And I've already started doing research for that. And I printed out all my fiction worksheets today to start filling those in. And I'm thinking about what kind of story I want to tell. And I don't want to tell the story about one parent dying because that's, I understand like grief, ugh, it's so hard. It's so rough. And I've watched my kids go through it. And, you know, my, my husband's father died suddenly after, as the result of a skiing accident. And that was, ugh, 
it felt so bad. It was so hard to work through. Like, I'm not done working through it. We're not done working through it. And his birthday is coming up really soon. And that's going to be a hard day. Like, it's a hard but good day. You know what I mean? Like, where you get to sit and remember someone that you care about. But also, they're not there, and that sucks. And how do you keep going? How do you keep building new memories that they're not a part of. And so I understand the temptation to want to put that in every single story to make it feel super meaningful, but I just don't want to deal with that right now. I I understand, like, that's important, and yes, we should talk about it, but that's not what I want to do in this story. So I'm trying to figure out, well, what kind of emotional thing do I want to deal with? And of course, I'm probably going to deal with... Um, self-worth because it's a book about three teenage girls hello that's so hard that's such a difficult thing uh and that sounds way less heavy than the other thing that I mentioned about grief and so then the next question I need to ask myself because remember the questions are uh like what is your ultimate goal you need to remember it are you any closer to that goal what is your plan? And then the next question is, are you following that plan? And this is the hard one for me because you heard what I said, that I had a plan to take a break because I'm going a little bit crazy. And the first, like every time I like try to relax or uh, I'm I'm researching for another book, that's what I consider relaxing. That's how tightly wound I am about storytelling. But um I know that I have a few clients coming up in January and like the plan was take this time off and rest. But then I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Why don't I just write another book or write another course or do something else during this time off? And so if that's what I'm trying to do, then I'm not following the plan. And that is why I am in trouble. <laughs> that's when I get in trouble because I'm not following the plan. And uh, also... If I am following the plan and I'm still I'm still feeling really overwhelmed, I should ask myself, do you need to make any changes to your plan? And right now, my brain is all, yes, make a change, add another project in. I'm like, no, no, I don't need to make a change to my plan. I, I should resist making a change to my plan at this point. And so you have to remember that if you have daily goals like... I do, I have too many probably, that at the end of those goals, you will have something. And and if you're at toward, getting toward the end of NaNoWriMo right now, because it's November, it's November 19th, then you're probably feeling some of the things that I've talked about, the loneliness of trying something so hard. But you have to remember that if you follow through on all of your daily goals, you will have a story. You will have a book at the end of that. Just like I need to remember that if I follow all my daily goals through till my trip with my husband, that I will have a funnel that works, that is doing well, uh, maybe. Well, it's functional, but I just am trying to figure out the traffic aspect. And I didn't have a fully functioning funnel, you know, uh, 30 days ago. So there, there's that. I didn't have a pretty great podcast that I love, uh, you know, 75 days ago. <laughs> because, yes, the, the last episode was the 75th episode, and that's really exciting. And I love this, and I love knowing that people around the world are listening and getting encouraged. 
And, uh, you know, if you felt encouraged by the show, can you please encourage me back? Like, can you please just send me an email or something to remind me that the things that I'm doing are helping? <laughs> because sometimes I need that encouragement, too. Like, I'm pouring myself out for you because I care about you and I care about your story. But also, I get tired and I think, why am I trying so hard? Is anyone really listening? And I see I see that people are listening every day and more people are listening every day. And that's great. But um, as far as I'm concerned, like, you all are just invisible numbers right now because I haven't interacted with any of you. So uh, if you could interact with me just a tiny bit, that would be so nice of you. I would appreciate it so much. Um, and so, you know, you will have something at the end of this crazy journey that you're on. And But in the meantime, like, how do you battle all of the awful feelings. So I'm going to tell you what I do. <laughs> so I go back. I take a break from the hard thing that I'm doing. And I do something that I know I'm already good at. Okay? So something that I've already mastered. Like maybe I'll go write a short story. Or maybe I'll go make some graphic art. Or uh, maybe I'll go into one of the mentee projects that I'm working on and edit for a little bit because I, I am an editor now. Like I finished that part of my training. And so I go back and I do something that I already know how to do. And that reminds me that I'm sane and that uh, it also reminds me that I can learn something new because I think that's one of the most difficult parts of this whole process that I'm going through and that you're going through is that when you're in the middle of something, you don't feel like you can do it. And when you get to the end, you feel like, did I actually do anything? But if you go back and you use those skills that you've developed, you feel so much better. You feel like, so you need to make sure that you go back and do something that's going to remind you that you are an actual conscious person with the ability to form coherent thoughts and do difficult things. And that's like today I was just feeling awful so bad, <laughs> like seriously bad. And I was like, I'm going to go on the computer and start working on these ads. And I was like, oh, no, this feels awful. I don't want to deal, deal with this right now. So I went ahead and like started working on today's podcast episode because I'm like, okay, I know how to do podcast episodes and I made all my sticky notes and I thought about what I was going to say and I am doing the podcast now and I know that it is a valuable thing. It's something I now know how to do and no one's watching me on Instagram live right now, which is awesome because now I'm not creeped out or freaked out. Not that I don't want you to watch me live. It's just I'm getting used to it. If you're deep in the trenches of NaNoWriMo, you should go do something that you already know how to do for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes so that you can remember that you can learn new things because you can and that you do have coherent, coherent thoughts because you do and that you have learned things before because you have. So that's my recommendation to you. Don't give up. Remember from Galaxy Quest, this is what I always say because it's awesome. Never give up, never surrender. And also, I always say this, it is never too late 
to write the story of your heart. And I'm glad you watched this or listened to this. I'm rooting for you. And I hope that you have a happy rest of your day, wherever you are, whenever you are. This has been Kristen on the Expensive Words podcast, pouring out my heart for you, my wonderful listener. If there's any question you want to ask me, if there's anything you want to tell me, you can go to expensivewords.com or you can find me on Instagram at kristen.n.spencer. And I would love to hear your wonderful writing thoughts from your amazing writing brain. Happy writing. Happy writing.